The Metal Injection Livecast is brought to you by Outlaw Gentlemen and Shady Ladies, the new album from Danish metal band Volbeat, produced by former Anthrax member Rob Caggiano, featuring the new single The Hangman's Body Count, available to pre-order on iTunes now. This is... <laughs> what? <laughs> That's that up. <laughs> This is Chuck so, Landington, and another exciting edition of the Metal Injection Live cast is about to begin. Tonight might be WrestleMania, but I've been wrestling with my addiction to rocket fuel for years. Where is my pay-per-view, biatch? Here's the damn show. <laughs> yes, professionals and reigns on oh the Metal Injection Live cast. So, just, if only, it's like if everything... only everybody knew. If only everybody knew. <laughs> It, lo- it looked like it was recording. Uh, Nobody not knows. Say, did I not say, Rob, are you recording? It, I was recording. There was just nothing being recorded. I just want to say. The record button was pressed. My, my read was extremely professional. So The you only professional of part of this podcast was that Volbeat read. <laughs> I'm going to say that I am the one who isn't professional. Oh, you usually I will take are. the heat. You usually are. I will take the heat. I'm embarrassed in front of our, our special guest for the evening, Jake from Periphery. Mm-hmm. A oh, tanned geez. Jake from Periphery. <laughs> a former tan. Before, before we were recording, uh, Darren confused him for a Mexican, which is very racist. Darren. I thought that uh, when I walked in. but no. <laughs> was also got Did you think he was thick, the help? Uh, he's got thick black hair also as well. That's, yeah. That helped. He could be Sephardic. You don't know. The illusion be created. Was it my facial hair? Yeah, <laughs> the facial helpful? hair definitely looks. It's a, it's a very thick goatee. I have to say, uh, he's taking a nap in the corner hair. also while I, when I came in <laughs> <laughs> with a broom <laughs> over him. Five more minutes. <laughs> so we're, we're we're excited. It's it's going to be a fun time after the show. We're kind of looking past the show already because we we're just all, want it to be over so we can eat and watch oh, WrestleMania. Stop. We're going to eat a lot of gross food and uh, watch. Oiled up men touch each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah just gave me the, are you recording eyes? And I'm like, yeah. yes, yes, I'm recording. Are you sure? Yes. Do people I, I, in the chat hear us? I, I see the levels. Because people in the chat are saying, is anyone hearing anything? Someone already, yeah, no, there's, they should definitely be hearing something. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn my computer I see. I see the levels, so... Yeah, okay, there we well, go. Well, if not, I mean, you know, at least we're talking to each other. That's always... We that's hear us. That that's right. That's what's important. And, we ha- and we're recording for people to download later and mm-hmm. hear us as well. We have a phone number, 646-929-1357. So earlier on the first show we did today that didn't get recorded... <laughs> the pre-show, on the pre-show. Yeah, on the pre-show on Sunday Night Heat. Uh, we, <laughs> we were talking about... You asked Jake if his band were uh, foodies. Oh, yeah. And they reminded me of this guy that my girlfriend has on her Instagram feed. She showed him to me. And he used to post, like, pictures of, you know, like, cheeseburgers and, like, nice cheeseburger joints and all this crap. And then he started dating this girl who's, like, some kind of, you know, like, she's, like, a goth model or some shit, like... And she made him into a vegan. Like, she forced Uh. him to be a vegan. So now... Like every picture is vegan, vegan, vegan shit with like 90 vegan hashtags, like vegan crunk and like, oh, look what a raw great food. vegan I am. Yeah. Raw eat, foods. Eat clean. <laughs> Hashtag eat clean. Did he delete all the pictures of all the burgers? No, he let he did, but he left a couple. So then uh, like people harassing him. Didn't you have like fucking like ribs <laughs> on your thing like two weeks ago? They were tofu ribs. <laughs> yeah. So then he so so then the news was that he got dumped by her or whatever. But like he's still a vegan. He's assuring people he's still a vegan. So that's very important. Only for another week. 
Hashtag vegan crunk. That was the one that got I can't me. believe that's a real thing. What does crunk, crunk have to do with anything? Like, why is that? You can get crunk without eating beef or chicken or any sort of meat. Wait, I don't crunk? get it. Why is crunk? Why is that related to crunk? Isn't does, that what little John used to say? Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean crazy drunk? I never really thought about I th- it. Yeah, that, I think that's what it means. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm not of the crunk nation. You're the darkest person in the room, so you should be <laughs> answer to that. Excuse me? He's a swarthy gentleman. Um, <laughs> but what is? But all right. So, but what does that have to do with like fucking tofu? Maybe though? like like getting your vegan crunk on, like partying hard, like getting drunk on vegan food. I I mean, maybe, I don't think it makes sense. It but maybe maybe vegans sense. get drunker than than people who eat meat because they they don't have a bunch of meat in their stomach. <laughs> yeah, because they, oh, well, they don't have yeah, any they have blood nothing, in their system. They have nothing to soak it up. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Except for all that cardboard. <laughs> Just drinking a medicine dropper of beer. I'm out, guys. <laughs> So wasted. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, we were also talking about, yeah, that you just got back from the road. Any crazy tour stories? Any life-changing shroom experiences? Mm, No, no, no. This was such a fast tour that we really didn't have a chance to have any fun whatsoever. We just played and, and traveled, and I wish I had something really cool to tell you guys, but... Nothing. The Deftones were great. They're, they, you know, for being such a, a huge band, they, they still hang out and, and just... They're like... An, they're normal dudes. They're not rock stars? They don't... Uh, no, not at not all. Not like Periphery's rock stars. Not like, not like us. Like... We're, we're, we're totally douchey and full of ourselves, um, mm-hmm. but uh, they're, they're totally cool, and... Uh, I think uh, I think we're going to tour with them again sometime soon. Oh, really, really got a, got along great with them. Well, it's not going to be this summer, no, because you're on the summer slot. <laughs> tour, yeah, which is a pretty fun. Unless they bill. add Deftones to the bill for some reason. <laughs> that I mean, that would be crazy. We need more death metal bands on Summer Slaughter. I think. I was going to say it's not very slaughtery. It's a great lineup. But it's not. I, I feel like people just think it's a it's a death metal tour or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's more. It's definitely. I, I'm excited for. I it. thought Slaughter was on it. I thought it was their <laughs> their tour. Yeah. No, no, I got all excited. Uh, so does Periphery get groupies? Do you guys get like? I know you guys get plenty of fan boys. <laughs> no, do you get yeah, fan girls? No, nah, it's just dudes. Um, no, I would disagree. But she thinks that uh, you know there's a bunch of girls out there trying to attack us. But no, it's really it's really all dudes. No, so, is that dudes. true? Do you think that? I think they have groupies for sure I mean when we went to Nam, there was a girl that ran up to Jake and like lifted her shirt and showed him her tattoos or but that was you thing. though <laughs> no 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 a girl I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get my boyfriend's band tattooed on me like, technically um, it was a girl I want to I want to clarify that because she didn't like run at me with like you know her shirt over her head. Well, that's, <laughs> way that's, that's how I'm imagining. That's it. that's the way Noah saw the situation, and I, I can see why she would say that. But no, I, I wasn't wasn't as gratuitous. Uh, Campion ninety five in the chat wants to know, Jake, did you throw anyone off the stage and kill them while on tour? Oh come on, Campion, that's not right. <laughs> I Jake, think, you don't have to acknowledge. I think I think we we made a bunch of Randy Blythe jokes. Oh really? Yeah. That's like oh, the good. the beam of the moment. Yeah, I mean, well, it's just uh, there's when you play the the clubs that the Deftones play, they're mm-hmm. they're much bigger and the security is way tighter. And there's all these signs all over the place about people not being able to uh, stage dive or have any fun. <laughs> and um, what well, well, were the stages bigger in the sense like higher up on the ground? Yeah, where, like, yeah. So if people were jumping, like it was definitely an insurance risk for sure. So. Yeah. So Noah, was there ever a time like all right? So 
obviously the the girl with the, the pulling her tits out. Did that? First of all, let's get back to that. Wait, did she pull her? No, she didn't. No, what, what, no. So wait, what happened? What happened? Jake, give us your point of view. Okay, I'm sorry, um, I got that wrong. I uh, well, you guys know how Nam is, where it's just people everywhere, and it was just kind of like uh, this person came. That's a that's a huge periphery fan. Uh, she just came running up to me out of nowhere. I didn't even see her, and. Uh, she just uh, started. She wanted to take a picture, and, mm-hmm. and you know, she she knew exactly who I was and everything like that. So uh, she had uh, uh, some periphery tattoos somewhere on the side of her, mm-hmm. okay. on like so, a rib cage. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it wasn't over it, her ovaries, like where <laughs> her ovaries would be, to be more specific. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we should let Noah tell the story because she knows all the details. <laughs> well, so were you really like butthurt? Like, no, you- I don't care. Like, they're all little girls and I know that I have a lot more to offer than all of them <laughs> the only thing I that feel like bothers Noah cares me, a little the only thing that bothers me which happens with the guys and the girls is that I'm standing next to Jake with my hands all over him uh-huh. and they don't realize that I'm his girlfriend <laughs> oh so what bothers you is you're not acknowledged yeah <laughs> yeah that I get his attention me. taken away it's like oh my god it's Jake from Peru oh my god <gasps> and oh my god, god it's no <laughs> yeah, Jake, get the fuck out of here. It's Noah, the girlfriend of Jake from Forever. We, we, we did, me and Noah uh, have a, you know, we have the same sick sense of humor, so we did actually play a joke on some fans. Oh, you. really? Yeah, the, I told you that the um, story. When, we, when those drunk guys asked me to take their picture with Jake, and then he's like, oh, do you want a picture? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we just started making out in front of them. Oh, that was good. And then the guy was like, "Can can can I get a kiss too?" <laughs> I was about to say you probably got like so many homoerotic offers from your fans because uh, that's the level of dedication that Periphery yeah, has, right? Yeah, it's weird. Like um, when people uh, uh, come up to me and, and tell me they like my band or whatever, they you know they say things like, "Oh, you know that part in in the song? It totally made made, made me jizz, man! Like really what? made me like." <laughs> Gave me like four boners, and I'm like, How romantic! Cool. Did you uh, like the song then? <laughs> I shoot my load to periphery. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of talk. No, no, I, I involuntarily uh, come in my pants when I hear terrible music, so I'm really angry at you for that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I asked my girlfriend to leave the room and I listened to Periphery. <laughs> it's very intimate. It's very intimate. It's bizarre. I wonder where it came from. Who the fuck would like go up to another, you know, gay or not? Like, who would just go up to somebody and say that? I just, I can under, I mean, like, I don't joked. know what else to say. Yeah. Like, well, I feel like they just don't know what else to say. Like, how do you start a conversation? I think I know what it is. I, I, I think, I think I know it's, it's our, sen- it's the band sense of humor because we're very prolific on the internet and we post a lot of silly stuff and, mm-hmm. and we, we do, we do make a lot of jokes in that vein when we're hanging out or if it fits in the, in in our videos or whatever. So I think like in order for people who like our music to feel like they have some sort of sense of, uh, um, you know, they feel like they know our sense of humor, uh-huh. they, they try to re- reciprocate that. So. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, t- you know, you wouldn't go up to some other dude, you know. No, because like I have sense. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not getting your sense of humor correctly. No, they're not. They, and and if, they, if they really knew the stuff we really say, then uh-huh. they, they wouldn't listen to us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're, is? We're so They just make up. math jokes. I think I'll like, talk about right. science. From personal uh, experience, I feel like just there could just be parts of your songs that are like so like out there and like wow how do they think of this then it's it's in a sense uh orgasmic <laughs> like orally yeah a-u-r-a-l-l-y <laughs> i hope i hope people are, are getting that out of the music yeah but, you know they don't really have to tell me about their bodily functions like yeah like say. when I, I i wouldn't go up to Meshuggah and be like yeah. oh my god <laughs> but you did uh, 
I would, I would say that, you know, I wouldn't go like, hey, Soul Burn made me jizz. Every, I, I took I would such just a do it. dump when I listened to Meshuggah. It, so, <laughs> it felt so good. Oh, my God. I get such diarrhea to Meshuggah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, everybody has a, a Meshuggah story. Uh, Misha used to. Nice. Um, <laughs> Misha used to used to bother the shit out of those guys when they when they played in town. That was a long time ago. So you know everybody every, he he fanboyed I don't out. Use, there, there's a word that we use to yeah we fan, he fanboyed out on on Meshuggah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, Drazen Petrovich Destroyer says uh, Rob shoots his load to recordings of his serious show. Is that true? <laughs> that is not true. It's actually a little embarrassing uh, to hear back um, my show. Why? The few times that I've listened to it, why I, I just like end up uh, critiquing, Don't be so humble. critiquing myself. Like, oh, I should have done this part. Isn't that good? I do that with yeah. this show. Ultimately, I, I don't listen to my show. I don't like listening to it. Not as not as much as the podcast though. I'll, I'll totally orgasm too because yeah. it's, uh, it's hilarious. It's a uh, big orgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, El Judarino asks, "What's Jake's shoe size?" What? It's what? confidential. Why is that important? I don't know. Um, well, it's nine. I have very small feet, so there you go. nine. I feel is an above average shoe size. Is I feel it? like seven or eight is. Oh. I don't know. Says the guy who has size 13 feet. Is that right? (laughs) Clown feet. Bigfoot. Uh, It's weird because uh, I busted my leg a few years ago, so I feel like one leg is a little wider (laughs) than the other. So it's really hard to shop for shoes because I feel like I'm actually like a 12, Uh a size 12, but I need the width of a 13 shoe. Maybe mm. I should just get size 12. 12 like wide. Double wide. Yeah, double yeah, wide. Like you rolling custom papers. kicks. Yeah, maybe yeah. I, I need to step Rob. it up. Signature shoes. You're right. I need like a Vans sponsor or like Airwalk. What would be like a... Like, Airwalk? What, what brand would properly represent the the Rob aesthetic? Let's see. Um, <laughs> who makes those pointy shoes? Crocs. <laughs> Rob Crocs? Rob Crocs. No, Darren is Crocs. Yeah. I guess you are Airwalks. <laughs> Skechers. Skechers. Oh, yeah, those like big Skechers shoes with the wheels on the bottom. Maybe I can get some LA gear. I oh, think LA lights. British Knights. LA lights, British yeah. Knights. yeah. K-Swiss. Uh, if I was like a kid growing up now, I would totally have those Skechers well, with the rollerblades. Of course you would. I think that is, the, like, if they could really perfect it, I think mm-hmm. that would be great. Because have you ever like been on a walk where you're like, this is taking too long. I need to move faster. Are you talking about Heelys? Yeah, Heelys. Yeah, Heelys, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a, a pretty cool invention. I wish they could really like perfect it. So if they could... made it look like a Converse shoe. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is the heel has to be very thick because it has to house the, uh. the wheel. Rob is an expert on Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely stare. I... I'm going to stop I think fidgeting with my equipment. mic. <laughs> All that money from Volbeat. We should get a new mm. mic. Yeah, you're right. We have a phone call. Oh. 562. You're on the air with the Metal Injection Livecast. What's your name and where are you from? Hi, this is Mario from California. Hello. Um, hey, Rob. Hey. When are you going to become less of a faggot? Great question. Mm. Holy um, shoot. Rolly shoes. He asked when yeah. Rob will become less of a faggot. Is that is that the defining characteristic of a faggot? Is that uh, <laughs> you, wear you, you wear heelys? Well, that and taking dick. That and taking dick. Yeah. Well, the heelys I can work on, but <laughs> I don't know about the taking dick. <laughs> Any further questions, Mario? Uh, I don't know. I got bored and felt like saying what you guys were up to. 
Oh, thanks. thanks oh, we're just oh. talking about Heelys. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he's, he's now suddenly conversational. He's called Rob a faggot. And then he's like, oh, well, he answered my question. All right. Let's just talk. Moving on. Let's just shoot the shit a little bit. Well, well I got to figure out something nice to say. <laughs> you do? When you start with faggot, I don't think you really are like beholden to saying anything good after that. But that was nice of you. Thank you for recovering, saving your phone call. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was good. It started off a little touchy, you know. I thought you, you know, you didn't that was know a where it was going to go. Yeah. We thought maybe you'd escalate, like go past faggot, but you went the other way. So that was good. You was, you're unpredictable. Yeah. Well, I I got another question, kind okay. of uh, I guess in a way personal. How old was everybody when you guys moved out of your parents' house? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even. I don't even. I was nineteen. I like it was when I when I started college, so I graduated high school okay. and then I moved out. I think like twenty three, maybe twenty one for me. Lived my girlfriend for 18. three years. Yeah. In hmm. Harlem. How, how old are you? Uh, twenty one. And do you still live with your parents? No, I moved out a couple months ago. Hmm. Uh, before you moved out, was it hard sneaking men into your room while your parents were home? Oh! oh! Who's the faggot now? Sick <laughs> oh, Rob, are you now going to go conversational again after yeah, you called him nice. a faggot? So, so, Mario, uh, so, Mario, how is your how's your day? What's up? <laughs> what did you have for What did you have for lunch? Did you have brunch? <laughs> did you have brunch? <laughs> brunch. Yeah, that's when you combine uh, breakfast and lunch. Hashtag vegan crunk. <laughs> you know what? Not yet, but I'm actually getting pretty hungry. Oh, yeah? Did you have any coffee? You're going to eat some dick? Oh! oh! So, how you been? How's the weather? Where are you are? Hashtag dick crunk. <laughs> dick vegan crunk. No, dick is meat. Oh! <laughs> Did you have any coffee? Did you have any coffee? <laughs> Back to coffee. Did you have coffee this morning? No, not today. Did I don't you, have a coffee maker yet. Did you have anything to drink? Uh, no. Did you eat anything? I had an apple. How, how many apples? How, wait, how many apples did you eat? Three. Oh. Damn. Oh, well. <laughs> I hung up on him anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a one-less goodbye. Our phone number is 646-929-1357. We have another caller, 913. What's your name and where are you from? Kansas. Kansas? His name is Kansas. Kansas. Is your name Kansas or are you from Kansas? Or is your name Kansas Kansas from... Or are you in Kansas? I'm I'm from Kansas. Steven from Kansas. What's up? Dude. Okay, so... I have always respected your interviews. I love the Red Court interviews. Uh, you are a great video journalist, sir, and that guy was a dick. And I respect your handling of him kindly. You respect Anyways. the rub. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Anyways, so I went to New England Metal and Hardcore Fest uh, last year. Got to tell you, this year it looks like it sucked dick. Uh, like that call. Oh, no. <laughs> but... But I would go to it if I could, if I was from Kansas. I went for the Kill Switch reunion thing. You know, the first... I have a day in front of tattooed across my chest, man. Um, what do you guys think of the new Kill Switch? I haven't seen a review for it. 
I'm pretty sure we reviewed it. So you could see it. Well, I didn't look at it. I'm sorry. But who reviewed it? You or Frank or someone? No, just we have have a a staff of reviewers. Well, that's what I was asking you. Yeah. No, but I I heard it. Well, what do you guys think? I I like it. Uh, It sounds like, like, I mean, it's nothing new. It's metalcore, but it's really good. It's better than... Nothing. Their last few albums. Better than nothing. Nothing. Do you think it was better than As Daylight Dies? Um, which one was? What's the cover of that? <laughs> Is that the first one with Howard? Uh, it's like a yellow. I think the Killswitch Engage is yellow. Oh yeah, no, no. There. I I stopped listening to Killswitch after like the end of Heartache. So this okay. was the first thing that piqued my interest. Yeah, I after know. That. I, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't even listen to them anymore. I haven't even. I don't. I, my license plate. Is KLSWTCH? Haven't even listened to the new CD. I just don't. Sounds even like do it sounds anymore. like you, you shouldn't be repping them so hard since you don't listen yeah. to them anymore. Change, yeah. well, change like that you, license plate well, to I mean, faggot. The they'll always be what they'll be. You know, they are what they are. But I've moved on. I mean, they impacted my life to a point. I'm not gonna. I'm saying, uh, tr- you know, check out the new album. I think you will enjoy it. If you like, you know, old Kill Switch. If you like that yeah. old stuff. Yeah. I like yeah, I like the heavier stuff. But yeah. I mean honestly, I listened to one song and it sounded like it hadn't even been tracked yet. It sounded like it sounded like the bass guitar was an eight bit. It was like it was different. <laughs> uh, well, you are actually in luck because I have a clip from the new kill switch. Oh, oh. you guys ready? This yeah, is let's hear. a first time on this show. Here it is. Oh, that's, that's not bad. It's like a big, big departure, though. Really? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like traditional metalcore. It doesn't sound. Yeah, it doesn't sound very, uh, very metalcore, actually, to me. No. Mm-hmm. I hear the math there. <laughs> Jake, are you are you a Killswitch fan? I love Killswitch. Did you hear the new album? I heard a little bit of it. Um, Do you listen to music? Uh, <laughs> not as much as I used to. I wish I wish I did. But uh, I heard a little bit of the new album, and I thought it was really good. And, and Jesse's back, so you know you got you got that to listen to too. Yeah, I definitely think you should give it a shot. Well, you know, part of me is met Kill Switch, and they're just rock stars at it. But I don't know. Anyways, sounds, sounds like you're a little you guys, bitter. You guys I mean, get all the good shows. I wish there were more shows in Kansas. I well, can't complain. Though. You know how you can get more good shows? Move to a fucking no, town that people care about. Yeah, move. Well, I mean. I, I'm in Kansas City, so I. It's not like I'm in a small town. They just we get dicked on all the time. Kansas City's pretty big. It's all routing, man. It's all. It's not. It's not exactly the best. The best way to go out to the west. So um, a lot of bands avoid going to Kansas City. Mm, see, you getting some inside info there. What's what's close to Kansas that that's a good town to go to for sure? Where do all the shows go? I have no idea. Uh, they go to Lawrence. Lawrence is uh, where KU's at. And it's Kansas. like the most liberal part of the Midwest, really. Is that a good Lawrence thing or a really bad cool thing? You ever... Are you a liberal? Oh, Lawrence is awesome. Okay. Yeah, right. well, I mean, I'm not a fucking redneck like the rest of the goddamn state. <laughs> like, uh, like the rest of the faggots here? <laughs> I'm a very progressive I'm not... fucking faggot. <laughs> I mean, my roommate played in the same house that the uh, Westboro Baptist Church raised their kids at. So <laughs> that's oh, wow. Lawrence, Kansas yeah. was the city that got nuked in the day after, wasn't it? Well, no, Kansas City got nuked, and, like, I think Lawrence was, like, the outpost that the doctor went to. No, or 
Maybe they might have. I, I think they got nuked be- because they had the nuclear missile silos there, and that's why it was a strategic target. Yeah, yeah. We're we're sitting on all the nukes over here, and, like, Whiteman Air Force Base is over here. Mm-hmm. It was really freaky because, you know, all the North Korea shit going on. We saw all the B-2 bombers flying the other day, all of them. Yeah. So I was just like, holy shit, are they going to do it? Don't, don't worry about North Korea. They can't even, like – here's the thing. Not that they can't – you know, they, not that they don't have weapons, but they can't. They can't target us. They can send like two nukes at once, and we're going to shoot them both down. The, the reason we were under constant threat of annihilation from the Soviet Union was because they could launch like eighty missiles at us at once, and we could shoot down like maybe forty-five of them, and then the rest would destroy the country. But North Korea can't send more than two missiles at us, and they're you know our capabilities to take them down are very very good. There's like zero like, chance they you, would actually hit us. Yeah, the launch pads are like the size of Cape Canaveral. It's not like they're hidden underground. Right. So if anything ever happened, we're all good. Well, you uh, know what you should do? Go to a city where bands play and where you're not a nuclear target. We <laughs> <laughs> should start looking into that. I wasn't going to Boston, man. I, I went there once for uh, Nymphes, and I just I loved it, man. You guys... It's an awesome town. Or you could go to Philadelphia. That already looks like it was hit by a uh, nuclear strike. <laughs> East Coast, man, it's too expensive, though. <laughs> too expensive. I hear you. Well, uh, anything else? I appreciate it, guys. Will you be touring with Kansas this year? I will not be touring with Kansas. Oh, man, Are you going to get a Kansas hey, tattoo? Hey, check out. <laughs> hey, check, check out conflict. Check out okay. conflict. You check out Kansas City Hardcore. No, they're really good. They kind of, oh, they're good. But they're about to get big, so uh, if they could play New England Hardcore Metal Fest some year, you guys can hook that up. I know you can. Uh, yeah, yes. definitely. We, we, we're the ones responsible for the lineup. You guys are famous. You guys should do this stuff. You know you're, you're like the shit. Hmm. We are. We are the shit. You are. You are. We're the shit. I'm really stunned, guys, so you guys should get stunned as well. I couldn't tell. You know what? You're right. You are correct. We should get stoned. You should get the launch box out like I am right now, play some Battlefield, and listen to metal. <laughs> we have to do a show, though. I, I hate to break it to you. That sucks. we got to well, get out of minutes I'll your time. I'll let you get back to it. All right, man. Well, thank, thank you, you for right. calling in. And have a good night. I won't you goodbye him. Okay, hang up. Should I goodbye him? Yes. Okay, I'll goodbye Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Darren, you went to a Met game and you were like on the screen or something, right? Is what? That... Oh, it's not. You're huge. You're, You're really famous. bringing this up. This yes. is so retarded. Wow. No, they just, uh, we were there and they came over and gave us uh, like tickets to the circus and they said, You're going to be on the screen. They're advertising the circus and here's two free tickets. And to the Ringling they Brothers said just, Circus? No, to Cirque du Soleil, which they set up. A Cirque du Soleil in the Mets, in the like beyond the parking lot of their stadium. So they gave you a warning that you were going to be on the Megatron. Yes, they said we're going to come back in like two innings, and we're going to put you on the Tron and just smile into the camera, and that's it. Hold the tickets up. Look stoked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was about ten degrees outside that day, so it was hard. I think my face was frozen in a smile already. Anyway, (laughs) that sounds so anticlimactic about like how they pick the winner. Like, hey, you won. So yeah, there was no game to it. Usually, they have you do something, you know. But there was no. They just said, hey, we're just giving these away. Here you go and smile. 
But I see, like I always thought it was a surprise. Yeah, when you're um, no. on the Megatron. Well, it was a surprise they when they told us, but then they no, came like, back and filmed it. No, but yeah. like I thought that all those reactions because that one time I went to the Yankees game, mm-hmm. and I was so afraid that they would like put the camera on me and I would see myself on the Megatron. But uh-huh. now I realize I shouldn't have been afraid because it's all premeditated. You know, Megatron is a transformer, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Jumbotron. Jumbotron. <laughs> He's a Decepticon. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, when they do the kiss cam, we're always afraid we're going to get on the kiss cam because that's so annoying. And then you have to like, uh. Because you guys don't really kiss. No, we kiss all the time, actually. <laughs> but it's just weird to do it in front of fifty thousand people, or whatever. I don't know. But uh, yeah, did I tell that story? We went to a Mets and I went to a Mets and Yankees game, and uh, they put the they did the kiss cam. They, you know, if you don't know what a kiss cam is, they show people in the audience and they say, "Now kiss," you know, and the people have to kiss. And sometimes it's their fucking sister. They don't want to do it. And it's funny. Ew! You know? Do they have to like? No, well, they they because the camera guy is just picking people at random. So he sees a guy and a girl together. If it's not, you know, a lot of times they'll just go, "Ew, get away from me!" You know. That's okay, just Rob. My if we ever go to a baseball game, I don't want to sit next to you. <laughs> <laughs> so they so they do that, and then they did that with like five people, and they ended it, and then it's like they're inside of a little heart on the screen, right? So they put the camera on the field, and they showed A Rod and Jeter standing together, and they put the heart around them. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's pretty funny. So did they have to kiss? <laughs> a little subtle jab at them. But neither one of them is on the field now, so that's good. <laughs> Let's see what else happened this week. It's Let's been a, not a very eventful week for Metal News. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Dave Mustaine did something. Oh, he did do something. What did he do? I bet uh, he did something crazy. <laughs> Trying to find It's not that crazy Because it's like Eight pages down On your website Uh, (laughs) That's because Frank posts a lot of uh, Blogs No Blame Frank Way to go Noah (laughs) That's what friend you are No Frank's been on tour Right Rob Stab Frank right in the back Uh, I think he just went out For the weekend He's on tour with Kansas That guy that just called in Yeah (laughs) Uh, no, he just gave an interview where uh, he... Someone, Frank did? Or no, Dave, Dave Mustaine, oh, okay. where someone asked him what like his biggest regret uh-huh. as a song was. Not being in Megadeth. Oh, I mean Metallica. <laughs> Everything on Risk. Uh, well, actually, he said Crush Him was like his big... Oh. Because like... Some uh, like big, they <laughs> so bad. They, uh, Crush them. They, they got to radio with the last song. And their manager was like, all right, we, we need like a radio, something for the radio, something to really propel Megadeth. To I Megadeth. got it. Crush them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, he, well, let me find the. This will make us stars like Metallica. <laughs> Here this it song is. is so bad, though. Sounds Crush. like a fake song. It sounds like a, like a bad Nine Inch Nails yeah. side. Wait, so what, what am I listening to? Megadeth? This is Megadeth? Yeah. I want to fuck you like an animal. (laughs) (laughs) Head like a hole. Black as your soul. (laughs) It sounds like a disco remix of (laughs) P-Cells. There is one of those, though, too. A real one. 
What Iron Sheik asked if this was promoted on WCW. It was. Yeah, it was, was Goldberg's song. music for a little while. Here we go. Here comes the hook. Very intense hook. Ready? Ah, get to the hook. Yeah. Crush him. Crush him. I was writing this, and he was like, this is going to be so good. It's <laughs> only lacking a soul clap. If it had soul clap, it would be perfect. <laughs> Let's put some soul clap in. Okay. Crush. Crush. Crush him. Crush him. Crush him. Right. A little soul clap. We're here on the sea. Train a little mega death for ya. Here, here's the. We had we had huge success with our prior album, Cryptic Writings. Yeah. Big no, he didn't. All of that. What kind of huge success did he have? That wasn't that huge. Come on. So he goes. So he figured, why not give the label and our management more to work with? Yeah, more <laughs> shitty songs. Doing Dave Mustaine is giving me gas. I'll do I got oh, I remember the day our manager at the time, the late Bud Prager, came to my house and he goes, I got an idea. Two words. Crush um. <laughs> the silence was deafening. <laughs> Look, I wanted to write a hockey song. A hockey song? Really? He like a song for like hockey stadiums? Oh, I thought he meant like a song about hockey. <laughs> Because I was sick of or convicted honkies. sex offender Gary Glitter's song, <laughs> Rock and Roll, being played in all the arenas. I'm a hockey season ticket holder. What team is he rooting for? Uh, probably the Kings. Where, where was I? Oh. I'm a hockey season ticket holder, and this is a family sport. I didn't want that guy's song anymore. <laughs> I wanted to write something better. So I wrote this shitty song instead, and it sucks. No. He says, I wrote the riff, and then I see Bud's lyrics, and I think to myself, this isn't what I was thinking. <laughs> so yeah, didn't work. Laughed the singer. Despite his feelings about the track, Crush Him still hit the number six spot on the mainstream rock tracks. In 1999, was that long ago? What? Yeah. Wow. So basically... This he is saying that Crushem is like Megadeth's sellout moment right. because he's saying the we wanted to give the label something to go to radio with. I wasn't really happy with this, right. but I did it anyway. He's just backwards, man, because like his sellout song is something nobody likes. Yeah, <laughs> and all his fans like the stuff that didn't do anything. Uh, and the thing is also that. Uh, since when is hockey a family sport? Yeah, not, it is that's so a good violent. Point. Yeah, this is a fight like every two seconds. Fighting is allowed in hockey. It's yeah. the only mainstream sport other than like boxing where fighting is allowed. It's a family sport. I take my kids all the time. He just likes going to, to hockey crush, areas. crash. Imagine them crush playing up, that. Crush Instead of we will rock. Yeah, it. the fans are like all ready to get into it. And they hear that. What the fuck is this shit playing? Crush him? Crush what? 
Ugh. Did he spell crush with a K? No. Oh my god. That, I think <laughs> that, that would be been... racist. <laughs> Why? Be a little KKK action. Crush. Crush. Crush it. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Just because I said African women should have their vaginas plugged doesn't mean I'm racist. He said that. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like. Put a plug in it. Put stop a plug in babies. their vaginas and stop having babies. He said vagina, right? So, yeah, like... He actually said, yeah. put a plug in their vaginas. Yeah, just because, you know, they keep, <laughs> they keep getting uh, given baby because they get raped, so it's like their own fault. <laughs> terrible. I didn't say that. Well, kind of. <laughs> Dave. I, I like how he makes a big deal of, but, like, do the kids know that Gary Glitter molested anybody, though? Yeah, like, that. that's... <laughs> They're just like, hey. like, Can you imagine people, like, sitting at a, a sporting event and his song comes out, like, no! No, I will not! Uh, I do not approve of this. This man is a molester. <laughs> and, and is he a molester? Didn't he just get caught with child porn, or was he caught Ooh. molest Gary Glitter? Uh, no, I think he... Oh, man, I don't want to speak without knowing the thing. Let's I, look it up. I thought he was, like, trying to get with some kid. Oh, it was like a sting operation. Yeah, something like that. If that's Maybe the I'm case, wrong. If that's the case, they wouldn't play Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But Michael had more money than Gary Glitter to, like, to clean up his image, I feel. <laughs> I mean, at the end, they kind of, you know, they went south, but for a while, people uh, overlooked that. Okay, so he was found with child pornography in 99, and then in 2006, in Vietnam, a court, <laughs> a court found him guilty of committing obscene acts with minors. Uh-huh. So he couldn't stop. Like, he got caught with the child porn, and then it was like, that's his wave cup call, and then, nope, seven years passed, he said, I'm going to go to Vietnam, fuck Oh, this. my God. And then in October 2012, Glitter was arrested as part of Operation U-Tree, an extensive police investigation into elect- alleged sexual abuse dating back to the 50s. Jesus. What did he do, though, that he... Let's see. What did they do? This See, that... I mean, how, can I ask a question? How is he still walking around after this? Like, what, if he's... All right, uh, they caught him with the child porn, okay, get therapy, whatever... The second time, I mean, it's pretty clear he's just going to do what he wants to do, right? Yeah. Just, uh, uh, yeah, first it was just downloading child porn, then having sex with an underage girl. By the way, in case you don't know who we're talking about, he's the guy that uh, wrote this song here that they play at arenas all the time. This is what Crushem is going to replace. This song sucks. This doesn't sound like Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Crush him does. It's so good. Wow. He lived in Cambodia until 2002, where he was, when he was permanently deported due to suspected child abuse. Jesus. Uh, do you have enough clues yet? <laughs> Fucking cops. Wow. This Char- guy. Charged with molesting two underage girls in Vietnam. Oh. Wait. Hold on. Charged with molesting 200 underage no, girls? No, two underage. Two are... Uh, Two hundred age girl. Sorry, I really thought if he had his way, it would be two hundred. <laughs> I was gonna say, as evil as that is, that would be impressive. That he could molest two hundred girls. Prolific child molester. Yeah, this sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> he was good and bad and everything. <laughs> wow, unbelievable. He keeps getting deported. So, what, like, where is he now? What's he doing now? Vietnam. They don't seem to mind. <laughs> I don't know where is he really. Uh, Prison. In October. Blah, blah, blah. Story developed, and he. Oh, I see. He got arrested in 2012 
for something that happened years ago. By the way, uh, that caller earlier uh, that uh-huh. cursed you out, he's very happy that he was molesting girls. Oh, yeah. Because if uh, it was boys, that would be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's girls. It's okay. <laughs> they were asking for Hey, it, right? take down your pants. <laughs> hey, get on your knees. Hmm. All right, let's take a music break. All right, on that light note. Yes. <laughs> we'll have Gary Glitter take us into the music break. All right, let's let's start with the uh, the Tasmanians. Here's a little psychoptic.
9 out of 10 baby rapists agree. The Metal Injection live cast is pretty funny. Keep listening.
You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast, brought to you by Outlaw Gentlemen and Shady Ladies, the new album from Danish metal band Volbeat, produced by former Anthrax member Rob Caggiano, featuring the new single, The Hangman's Body Count, available to pre-order on iTunes now.
This is Chuck Blandington reminding you. It is not going to be all right. It is not going to be okay. It is not going to be all right. It is not going to be. Oh. Okay. But at least you can listen to the Metal Injection live cast at metalinjection.net.
This is Chuck. This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. I've got something to say. I rate your mother today. And it doesn't matter much to me. As long as she is dead. But I'll tell you what does matter to me. It's time to return to the Metal Injection live cast. Here it is. Welcome back to the live cast. Welcome back to the uh, pro Gary Glitter playing <laughs> hockey hockey arenas uh, campaign show. We're here to campaign for anything that Dave Mustaine doesn't like. We're in favor of it. <laughs> Ta-da-da-da. Yeah. Hey. hey, that's the new, that's the theme of this podcast today. Let's talk about the music you just heard. Yeah, to the tune of Gary Go Glitter, ahead, please. We, had, we uh, closed right. it out with Nails, Wide Open Wound. Their new album, Abandon All Life, I believe it's called, is phenomenal. Definitely pick it up. Before that was Volbeat featuring King Diamond, Room 24, off of their new album. Uh, what is it, Darren? Gentlemen Outlaws and Shady, shady Ladies. Outlaw Gentlemen and Shady Ladies. That, that's it. Jesus. And they did not pay us to play the song. I chose to play the song. You like the song. Yeah. Uh, he chose that uh, playlist about four and a half weeks ago. Yeah, it just so happened. And then we, well, got, we got sold the live read. Uh, before that was Ghost BC with Year Zero off of their new album, Infestasium, coming out in two weeks. Hey! I'm very much looking forward to that. And we kicked it off with Psychroptic. Hey! Euphoria in Asia. That's the music break for you. We're back on the show. We're going to get a call... From Sydney, momentarily, uh-huh. and uh, Sydney is in Austin, Texas, or maybe right outside of Austin, with his lovely wife Amy mm-hmm. <laughs> visiting her family. Right? Are they listening to Gary Glitter? Hopefully, I, we'll find out. Maybe they're at a hockey game listening to Gary Glitter. Oh, this could be a thing. That this makes ho- me so mad. What? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, is there a hockey story there? There's yeah, uh, one in Dallas. No, I mean like. Oh, the season is going because it got delayed because of the strike or whatever, right? No, it would have been around this time also. Okay. It's like they just deleted the beginning part of it and it's ending the same time. Okay. Uh, by the way, Jake from Periphery is no longer in studio. He had to step out for some uh-huh. important business-related matters. Smoke some hash. <laughs> oh, man, it's- he's got hash? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a call. I think this is Sid. Okay. Sydney, is that you? Yes, it is. Sid, I, you, you love sports. I wanted to ask you this, because I know you weren't listening earlier, but... Uh, How do you know I wasn't listening earlier? Well, you're busy. You're with your wife. You're on vacation. Why would you listen? No, I've been listening the whole time. I've been in the chat room. Oh, excuse me. All right, take it back. What do you think about uh, Dave Mustaine being upset that they play the Hey song? Do you think child molesters should have their songs played at hockey games? Probably not. Mm-hmm. It it strikes me as odd that they keep playing that song. Just <laughs> like I thought it was odd that they used to play that Soldier Boy song about jerking off on a girl's back at all the sporting events. Yeah, that's weird. To me, that's more weird because that's like the actual song itself that they're playing is weird. Something yeah. that matter. But like no one knows who Gary Glitter is at this point. I feel like it's just woven into the fabric of the culture. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> we know. Uh huh. So and agrees we go, with we, me. We're allowed to feel weird about it. Yeah, that's true. So, Sid, where are you I mean, calling us from? Sound, huh? Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from the guest bedroom of my mother-in-law's house. In Austin? Are you in Austin? Is that? No, it's it's, uh, it's like a suburb of San Antonio. Oh, okay. I flew into Austin. I see. Did any of your in-laws that's say anything racist like the last time? No, that that's only uh, my my wife's uh, grandmother, mm-hmm. and I will not be going on that visit this time. I'll be 
back with my mother-in-law watching a Spurs game on TV while my wife goes by herself to visit grandma. Oh, so it's because of the Spurs game. I thought it was because you didn't want it because, like, she gives you agita. Well, all of the above. All right. <laughs> Amy, Amy, did you bring the Jew this time? Yeah. <laughs> I find it well, so... Well, last time, I don't think it was that she wasn't right. so much the, the, the racist when she just told stories of her relatives who think that Jews are to blame for all the world's problems and they killed Jesus. She sort of wanted to get my response. Like, is that true? Did you? <laughs> she was she was unbiased. She had no opinion yet. She was she wanted to get all the facts. She was like Anderson Cooper. She just did. Sid, how do you respond to these allegations that you killed Jesus? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, I find it so adorable that you and Amy's mom watch Spurs games yeah. together. Do you guys talk shop? Do you guys talk uh, basketball? Yeah. How yeah, she, definitely. How does she, she feel, feel about she, that guy breaking his leg? She thought that was pretty gross. Ugh. Is there anyone that she didn't liked see it? The picture, like Rob sent me the picture, which okay. is even worse. What's she video. gonna say? Oh, it was great. I love that he yeah, broke yeah, his leg. Yeah, exactly. I would. I just want to know, like, what was her reaction to it? Like, <laughs> hey, get up, your pussy! And, and disturbed. <laughs> Sid, uh, have you engineered any trades uh, with your mother-in-law? Yeah, in fantasy sports. No, not yet. She's yeah. not in the league. She uh-huh. would only draft Spurs anyway. It wouldn't be fun. <laughs> okay. You can't win like that. I have one guy on my, my baseball team that just, he actually runs the league. He just drafted like seven Yankees. Just like, really? Like, this is not the year to do that. This is, I mean, any year it's bad, but this year two of them mm. are on the DL. Like, yeah. what are you thinking about? At least two. No, three of them are. Well, three of the guys he has, I mean. Okay. Yeah. Can I just say that I had a very happy moment earlier during the podcast because I signed in to the chat, but not under my usual username. Uh-huh. I wanted to see if Darren would quote one of my comments without knowing it was me. <laughs> did I? Yes, you did. Which one? And it made me very happy. Well, I'm in the chat. I'll give away. I'm Drazen Petrovich Destroyer. Uh, okay. <laughs> but when you use the thing about Rob jizzing to uh, recordings of his serious show. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to change your name. Now, I, I wanted to see if I could get something on just on the merit of the joke. <laughs> that was, I, was like, I was like, who is this Drazen Petrovich Destroyer? He's pretty, he's pretty witty. Yeah. He's a witty guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Robert, you now you disappointed in our audience that the best member was Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's all revealed. There's been other. I knew it was you, Sid, because only Rob's close friends know about that. So I knew it was you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So uh, you said you saw Joey Kramer on your plane over. Is that is that? Yeah, he was. He was, uh, you know, front of the line for first class. Mm. Him and his wife, who looks slightly less feminine than he does. (laughs) I saw you. But that's not an insult to her. That's an insult to him. Chuck Chuck Blanton tweeted, either Joey Kramer is on my flight to Austin or this old woman has a soul patch. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was hoping that he would like respond or something or come up and down the aisles looking for who (laughs) the punk was that said that about him. When I got on the plane, he was already seated. He was looking on his phone. So I'm like, that motherfucker saw what I said. But he never responded, which is very disappointing. Oh, if anyone born after 1982, uh, Joey Kramer is yeah. a drummer for Aerosmith. Yeah. And we're talking about that Joey Kramer, right? Yeah. Okay, yes. just checking. <laughs> he was wearing shoes that looked like he killed a gay alligator. <laughs> he wanted everyone to know he was in the band. It was very sad. Uh, well, you know, I mean, you get to a certain... First of all, he probably lived his whole life no one knowing who he was, even at the peak of their popularity. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I saw he was on like that metal show or something, and he was kind of like, "Oh, the true fans know uh, uh, yeah. who Joey." And it's like, "Oh, you're so." Did he refer to himself as Joey Kramer? I, I'm, I'm like paraphrasing. He probably but, did, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very sad. The true fans. Very sad, old man. Yes. Was his hair really teased up high? Yeah, it was all you know, blonde and spiked as much as it could be for somebody at that age. How did he but act? Yeah, he uh, I mean, mm-hmm. was, he, was he acting in any douchey way? Well, no. When, by the time he only showed up, like maybe ten minutes before boarding, and he was just obviously at the front of the line with his wife and somebody from the airline. But, but he was like pretty chill. It seemed he wasn't being a, a dick or anything. Was he sitting well, in first class? Was he sitting in first class? Huh? Yeah. But I mean, it's you know, it's a crappy American Airlines flight, so yeah. First class, like all that meant was there was a curtain. I was like 20 feet away from him the whole time. You don't have to smell Sid's farts. We actually do, because it's a curtain only. Yeah, it's just a curtain. Permeates yeah. right there. Well, he spends his entire working life smelling Steven Tyler's farts. <laughs> I mean, he's right behind him the whole time, so. His cum tinged farts. <laughs> Let him have a break from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, did you get any barbecue or anything interesting in Austin or uh, San Antonio? Not, not yet, not yet. There's going to be, uh, tomorrow there will be breakfast tacos. Last night we went to some, like, Mexican place, but not, like, super-duper authentic Mexican. But it was all right. It was still better than typical New York Mexican. But during the week there will be barbecue and there will be more Mexican food and all that good stuff. I'm very excited. Today I went to Sonic for lunch. That was fun. Ooh. There's no Sonics in Brooklyn. What did you or get? Or our area. Hmm? What did you get from Sonic? I got a Chicago dog and a blue coconut slush. Because I didn't know what the fuck that would be. What because why, if it's coconut, why is it blue? Is, is it, the blue a flavor? or what? I, And I still, I had it, and fungus. I still don't know what it was. It's the fungus. Is it like blue raspberry and coconut? I, it didn't taste like either. I don't know what the hell it was. <laughs> it was not very good. Mm. So mystery still unsolved as did to they, what a blue they, coconut flush actually means. Do they bring the food to you? Um, on like roller skates with like a tray? Yes, they did. Yes. Wow. Which is very weird. I was hoping somebody would trip and fall, but it didn't happen. Have you tripped anyone yet on your trip? No, I have not. I have not had the opportunity. But should, should the is opportunity... I'm known for? Tripping people on my trips? I'm just, I'm just curious if the opportunity presented itself. Would you take it? Sure. <laughs> Why t- wouldn't I? You're a terrible person. Uh-huh. I'm farting a lot. I hope you guys know that. Uh, we, I heard it. We can smell it all yeah. the way over here. I'm glad that it's not yeah. something that's only reserved for us when you're here. No, it's just Sunday nights bring it out of me, even when I'm not there. <laughs> Your body's it's just like a used phantom to... limb. It's like I lost my arm, but I still feel it there. I still feel you guys around me, so I have to fart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still hear Or maybe hear it's us. the terrible food I had for lunch. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, thank you for calling in, Sid. Is there any final words? Thank you for having me. Final Wait, words? Sid, who's, who's taking care of your cats while you guys are away? Uh, uh, my wife has a friend in the neighborhood who uh, is coming by to feed them and whatnot. So they're good. Cats are good. Mm-hmm. So they're just alone in the house? Now, yeah, they're hanging out. Now, if you told Not my funny. mother that, my mom's instinctual response would be like, did you hide all of your valuables? Yeah, I was going to ask, ask, how much do you trust this person like, in your house? I thought you meant the cats yeah. were going to steal no. the earrings. <laughs> My mom thinks everybody is a thief. Uh-huh. And that I it's have like, that same innate Russian lack of trust, but yeah. I try to tamp it down and 
It's my wife's friend. She vouches for her, so all right, fine. But, but here, yeah, I'm still also paranoid well, that our TV's going to be gone when we get home. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what, what, like, my mom would always say that when I would be getting a new roommate who I would usually find on Craigslist. And like, yeah. oh, you're just going to leave them alone in the house. You don't even, you don't have a lock on your door. Yeah. And I'm like, what are they, what are they going to steal? I know where they live. <laughs> and like, Did what? she say that when you and I lived together? No, 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 no. Robert, I don't trust no, that Because we knew each other, but she just meant like letting a complete, living with a complete stranger. And it's just like, oh, oh, they could, I'm like, what are they going to do? Steal my computer? I'll see that they have a new computer in their room. That is my computer. But, but I said, I did say that. I said that when he moved in with you. I said, don't trust Sid. You don't know where he's been. <laughs> well, we didn't know each other that well yet. I understand that. <laughs> okay. Now I wouldn't say it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, Very hopefully... Good. Have fun with your WrestleManias. Yeah, hopefully your belongings are, st- uh, belongings are still intact when you get home, Sid. Well, now everybody knows I'm out now, so even if it's not my wife's friend, somebody's going to bust in and take my shit. There you go. Thanks Sid, a lot. Sid lives at 42 Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> Good night, right. Sydney. We're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's There's already too much editing address. to do from the beginning of the show. <laughs> How many people in the audience you think now are going to go to that address and just stalk Sid? Just try to find it. Uh, is there an Evergreen Terrace in, in Brooklyn? I don't know. I, don't know. I, just made, I, I, mean, I just thought it would be funny if someone was actually Googling that. Let's find out. Now I'm, I'm sure it. many people have Googled that. <laughs> No, 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 I'm just saying, like, for whatever, you know. Oh, if someone didn't get... Oh, if that, they... you're kidding. Or that they don't watch The Simpsons. Right. So I want to ask you guys, does it make me a terrible person that I can... All I do when I eat, when I go out to eat in this neighborhood, which is a predominantly hip, quote-unquote, neighborhood, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, when I go out to eat... The people, I I don't know, I think it's probably on me. Like, I'll have a conversation with them, you know, before the food comes. But once the food is there, my eye is on the prize. I'm I'm concerned about eating. And I just end up listening in on the people next to me's conversations. Because, you know, space is very tight in this neighborhood. Always the most pretentious people. Yes. And I just, I hate all of them. Yeah. I hate that I like end up rolling my eyes to the person I'm having a meal with like the entire time. Uh-huh. And then it kind of ruins your meal a little bit. I guess it kind of ruins my meal, but at the same time, it's the entertainment for my meal <laughs> because at least it's something to keep me occupied. Like, oh, the worst thing was this conversation at brunch, which sounds so pretentious saying <laughs> So I was at brunch and all these hipsters were at brunch with me. Well, funny enough, <laughs> that was the conversation the people next to me were bitching about how oh, we have to go down to we have to go down to the water because you just there's a, it's a great view and you could just do so much hipster watching. <laughs> uh, oh my God, don't tell my parents but all I do around this neighborhood is I take <laughs> photos of hipsters and it's so fun and I'm such a terrible person. <laughs> But it's hilarious. Like, look at this guy, and it's just a regular guy with like a scarf. <laughs> Can you believe this scarf? Oh my god, what a hipster! <sighs> and it's like, do, do, do you have zero self awareness? Did she have a lady? big nerd glasses on? I yes, like she totally was <laughs> a flannel and Oxford shoes. I mean, hipster, I feel is like an undefinable term. It's just yeah. like a negative, like anything you can throw it at anybody, uh-huh. just who is not, you know, like who's eccentric. I think, it's a, I think it's a definable term, but it's just people use it wrong because they're not self-aware, like you said. Yeah. You know, because a hipster to me is just somebody that 
uh, has very shallow tastes yeah. and likes things for weird reasons. Like like they like things that are unpopular and they dislike Ironic. things that they are like popular. Ironically. They yeah. insincerely like them. Right. The, or, yeah, the, the insincere is the key to it. Like they're, they have no sincere beliefs in anything. Yeah. And yeah, like uh, it would be like something like that that I get or another time it was like uh, a well-off guy uh, on a brunch date. Well-off in what way? Like money? Like financially. Okay. Oh, I don't know how hungry. I didn't ask him to. I Jeez, thought, I thought no. maybe you're looking under the table. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. And he was out with a woman who like was between jobs and he was uh-huh. like, I feel like the whole point of the meal, I always like to come up with a little backstory here because uh-huh. I have a lot of time while, I, while I'm eating my food and the whole story <laughs> How here much do you eat? is, oh, uh, well, <laughs> that's a, that's a story for a whole different podcast. Okay. But, uh, the whole time, like he was like giving her advice on like what to do with her career, and she, and like she's turning everything like yeah you know I would go to this school but they make you read all these books and it's like I know all of this stuff I don't have to read these books like I know it can't I just like n- tell them that I yeah. know and it's like bitch if you knew you would have a job give you, me a degree I oh, know this Rob you've got it all wrong she just wants to use that guy for his money well uh, then then the. Uh, the bill came and she's like about to like falsely reaching into her, her purse mm-hmm. or whatever. And the guy's like, Oh, don't worry. I got this. She's like, Oh, what are you sure? Are uh, you sure being the most passive way to uh, be like, uh, obviously. Yeah. And so obviously she's got, yeah, I'm sure. And she's like, ah. Oh, you always do this, and it's I'm just so angry at you for oh doing what God. I want you to do. You're just playing into me. You're you playing. fell into my trap. Yeah. Oh my God. And then, oh, just oh, play. Are you are you serious? Oh my, I don't know. You're you're just too kind to me, and I feel so bad for this guy because clearly he wants to get laid, but it's like it's not worth it. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> I set that right up with Jennifer in the beginning, man. We just pay, take turns, rotate. Yeah, I feel like that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of girls don't want to do that. A lot of girls want you to pay for them all the fucking time. No, in my no, past I, history, it's it's just back and forth. Yeah. One time you, one time me. This thing is like you both have a fair amount of money enough to go to to go out all the time and treat, yeah. right? But you know, yeah, so do we. But like other people, you know, like sometimes I uh, in my in my past history, I've been with girls where the girl had way more money and I was still expected to pay for it. You know, I think that's scummy. I don't believe in that. Yeah, that's definitely messed up. You know. Maybe on a first date, you know. Okay, yeah, fine, but not. But what's like, if you're in like a relationship with the person? Yeah, I can't and they just make be on more one than person. you. Don't take me nowhere. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Ugh. Fuck you. Noah, do you get pretentious uh, conversations next to you? Actually, I went to brunch this uh, this afternoon, and uh, there were these two girls sitting next to our table, and they had the most like obnoxious conversations they were talking about all their other friends and then one girl goes oh you know it was just about fucking it was just fucking and then uh the other goes the the other girl goes you did the right thing it's fine you did the right thing (laughs) and like it was just i don't know i i i never talk like that to my friends just the their mannerisms and stuff it was just so uncomfortable i was on the train i heard this girl talking about um she works at sirius and she got like a certificate or something <laughs> she's such a hipster my god wait a minute oh oh i'm sorry oh i shouldn't have said that 
I haven't really taken a subway <laughs> with any friends in a long time, so there's mm-hmm. no way that you heard me talking on the train. Oh, so it wasn't you. Oh. It was Chris Russo. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, didn't want, she didn't want to reveal it. <laughs> I changed it to a woman just, you know. To well, he's got it. hips like a woman. Does he? His hi- What? Really? I never oh my, really looked at you, his hips. Okay. He wears his pants so high up. And he this like, is great. Chris Russo dirt. I love it. And he yeah. like tucks his polo shirt in uh-huh. and he's got that belt and like he puts his wallet in his back pocket. So like his ass protrudes even more than it normally would. And it's just like the way that that the belt is um, like cinched around his waist. It just makes him look like he has women's hips. I got childbearing hips, Mikey. How about that? So, I mean, but like I saw him stalking off. Uh, when 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 we were at Sirius one time, he was just yeah. walking past the glass. Well, it, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a glass studio. You could see all the hallway, and, and he everything. walks very fast. And yeah, he was just like stomping, like he looked like a stormtrooper. But he's like wearing sweat. He's walking around with sweatpants on. Oh, is he wearing sweatpants? Yeah. Or jeans? Well, it was Sunday. I don't even oh. know why the fuck he was there in the first place. But during the week, he so wears funny. his jeans high up. It's fucking disheveled, like scummy looking. Like you would never thought he was a host there. Like he just looked like some fucking bum that walked in. He just looks like some pervy Italian guy from Long Island. I feel that's a lot of people at Sirius. Like, yeah. They look like total bums. Because they're on the radio. radio. Who yeah. gives a shit? I but mean, I don't definitely it's have. It's still a workplace. I have definitely showed up in. Rob like, wears assless chaps. Like, in, no. He, no. He his SpongeBob SquarePants pajamas. Like, sometimes if I'm coming, coming in, like, like really late. Uh-huh. I will just not give a crowd like uh, I'm just like I would not show up mm-hmm. like to an office job like this. I just don't care. But there's no one there when I when I'm in. I do the <coughs> the nighttime show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One that usually there's no one around when I'm doing my show. But I guess sometimes they have events. Mm-hmm. And uh, during this week, like New Kids on the Block mm-hmm. were in studio. Yeah. And uh, it was a big talking point. Around the office, and as I was leaving, the the main studio is like adjacent to the elevators, and I saw like there's this big hubbub, and I go I go take a look, and it's new kids on the block doing photos with like sometimes they invite listeners up to be like the audience for like a live performance, and like when I assume who would be in line for a new kids on the block photo op. Mm-hmm. Completely off from the actual, like, uh, for some reason, I, I assume it's 40 year old gay guys. It's still teenagers, but it was 40 year old women, women and men. Yeah. Lots of men. Men were like totally lined up. I, I, well, why is that so weird? If you were like gay in the 80s, you would have a crush on them. And if you I were guess a so. woman, you would I have a crush on them. People weren't allowed to be gay in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> they were allowed to get married. They were allowed to be gay. Mm. That's, when it, that's when gay started, no one in the 80s. <laughs> Group Paul and Madonna. Uh, but yeah, so was it like what were they? You know, were they carrying on and stuff? No, it was very, it was very uh, formal. Like step in, take a photo, shake some hands, get out. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, this is absurd. I can't believe I work in this yeah. <laughs> in this building. Like this is going on. We're all of the new kids. Well, well, <laughs> they don't yeah. even ask to meet me. Yeah, like first Rob of all, Pazbani. how dare they not acknowledge that Rob Pazbani of Metal Injection <laughs> and Sirius XM Liquid Metal is a mere feet away from them. And Noah, the girlfriend of Jake from Periphery, is there too. <laughs> yeah. They don't even say anything. Ah, so rude. How dare they? Were you a fan of New Kid on the Block, Noah? No, I just had a, a New Kids on the Block umbrella, but it was NK... <laughs> O B on uh, it. That yeah. was a hand me down from my cousin and I didn't I never understood what 
the letters were for until uh-huh. finally I realized it was New Kids on the Block, and then I never used that umbrella again. So you were like Nina walking around with a Slipknot backpack, but you had New Kids on the Block. On the umbrella, yeah. Uh-huh. What music did you listen to at that time? Tattoo? Uh, no, I was into like ACDC, stuff like really? that. Really? You yeah. were metal that early? Yeah. Oh, rock, you know. Rock. I, mean. I liked rock. You like K-Rock kind of music? Yeah, I used to listen to K-Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Did you like any boy bands ever when you were like too young to know better or whatever? Um, I think I like Boys to Men for a hot minute. Oh yeah. Yeah. You like the black guys? Huh? <laughs> I never knew you were into that. I like their music. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I meant who you had a crush on. Who was your oh. celebrity crush? I never liked any boy bands. Mm. I liked I I was infatuated with Axl Rose. Oh well, we know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the non-band uh, uh, singers you had a crush on? Oh, what, not singers, uh, celebrities, I should say. I don't know. None? Not one. No, oh, just Axl Rose as a teenager. That's the, the only person that uh, tickled your loins. Neil Rosen from New York One. Did you have a crush on him? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, Did I mention I that know. about Neil Rosen? No, what? Neil Rosen. Did you have a crush on him? No, he has a crush on my girlfriend. What? <laughs> Wait, who is Neil Rosen? He's oh, New York a, One. He's the critic. He's the New York okay, One yeah, reporter. Yeah. I don't oh. know if I'm allowed to talk about this, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe I should shut the is fuck up. Is he the guy up. with the bushy eyebrows? No, that's George Whipple. <laughs> I don't that know, maybe he does crazy, too. Like, I don't understand. You work in TV and you can't trim your eyebrows? I, you I mean, know it's how, like a thing. It's like a thing. How I always forget things, so I can't remember. I don't think there's any problem, but I can't remember if I'm allowed to talk about that or not. So I'll stop there. I'll ask her, and then if I can, I'll say it on the air all the time. Or we'll just ask her later when we see her. Oh, you, oh, I'm sure when we talk about it, it's okay. But yeah. I mean, on the air, I don't know. So I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just teasing to the everyone audience. that's listening. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, did I, I, have I talked about... Th- Interning in New York one? I interned there in you high did? school. Really? Yeah. Did you meet George Whipple? No, I never met George Whipple. I worked in the newsroom. Did you meet the old uh, black dude that mumbles, uh, the anchor? Yes, yeah. I met that guy. Does he talk like that off the air, too? Uh, he has a very, yeah, like that's just his. There's this guy, like, oh, here's what's happening in New York. Yeah, in Brooklyn. It was the most boring internship. What did you do? Like, what was a day? Okay, so I only interned once a week. I would go in Friday afternoons, I want to say. When was this, by the way, in high school? This was freshman year college so the, the year that we stopped talking to each other because <laughs> you were still in high school because you were a senior in high school when i was a freshman in oh yeah college okay um so a friend of mine got it for me and looking back i was actually pretty unprofessional on the <laughs> really? on the, just because i didn't go like i didn't uh, you know like try or i was just i just showed up and did what they told me i was like, well that's uncommon rob <laughs> did you light up a blunt <laughs> did you light up a blunt on the new york one set <laughs> No, I think this was before... Uh, <laughs> New York One is a news channel, by the way. It's like it's the like local a, yeah. a 24-hour news TV station. Yeah, actually, I, what I realized while I was in the Austin airport coming back from South by Southwest is that there's a New York One in every market. It's really? like a different... It's called Chicago like, One? Time, like, Time Warner News or something like that because uh-huh. it's just... New York One is owned by Time Warner. Uh-huh. And yeah, they, it's like the same graphics, the same really? like sound. It was mind-blowing. Did they expand... Because was that always the case or was it New York I, One? I don't know, then... but I, now I, I, I know it's definitely like that now. But, oh, uh, okay. 
Um, so yeah, I used to intern there and I would just show up. I, I worked for like the, uh, the news editor and basically what, what it, it would be is just typical, like making the most exciting part of my day was using this super advanced collating and copy machine uh-huh. and be and marveling at like wow <laughs> this is a 50 page document that it's making copies of and collating like you copy your buttocks and collate no, it that, like uh, it was just so boring or like like uh, entering in copy for the news uh-huh. into like this DOS system like it wasn't oh, e- there wasn't God. even like a Windows GUI How, what year was this this was like 2000 2000 okay and- yeah I was gonna say, uh, were you there during nine eleven? And no, it was, it was just, pretty hectic. No, it was right before nine eleven, uh, and it was just so boring. Wow. <laughs> it was the worst job, uh, but it was it was kind of cool being in in you know the TV world. Did they but let I you think, on the set? Th- what? Did they let you go on the set? <laughs> it, it was like right there. It wasn't like no, I know. But you were, were you allowed to like sit at the desk? Rob did no. a pretend newscast. I actually <laughs> never. I never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello, this is Rob. Yeah, no one ever gave me a tour. It was very much like I just Bullshit. I just showed up and they were like, "Here, here, do something." Yeah, it was like <laughs> there, I, there was nothing. Gain the most exciting thing that I ever did was they made me a gopher and like I had to go to uh, MTV to pick up something. So I got in a cab mm-hmm. to go to Times Square. And uh, I went to the MTV offices and I was like, wow, these are great offices. Did they reimburse <laughs> you for the cab ride? Yeah, and they reimbursed me. And I lied about how much I tipped the guy. Wow. So I made $5 and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I, I win at life. What a shyster. Total Jew move. <laughs> Shy, Shylock. Mega Jew move. <laughs> and um, I've, I don't know if I've said this before on the show, but I constantly have to battle with my inner Jewness, with my <laughs> inner cheapness. It's a it's a struggle because I feel like I've reached a point in my life where I don't have to be cheap, where I could like let let it go. Like, oh it's a dollar. You know, I, I have a job. But still there's that innate Jew gene in me where I'm like, I'm not gonna let this person get away. Or like like I'll I'll wrestle with my myself over how big of a tip I'm leaving. <laughs> it's like do I read like I just blew like you know uh, $150 on dinner. Am I really like concerned about this extra $2 that I would leave this guy as a tip? <laughs> it's like when I take a step back I'm like what's wrong with me? Just leave the guy the $2. You're Jewish. Yeah, it's, I'm Jewish. You. It's in my blood. I always over tip. I feel like I don't want to be seen as uh you know not leaving a good tip. Yeah, I do I I Traditionally, I, I'm like a 20% tipper. Yeah. I'll just double the, you know, the first number. I just always feel like I have to, um, like, make up for all the assholes that don't tip anything. It's you not know? on you. I know. I just feel feel bad because, you know, it's <laughs> a shitty job to begin with. Yeah. No, absolutely. And even when, like, when I get bad service, I'll I'll tip less, but I feel like I'm still giving them a good tip. Yeah. I, I won't like leave a crappy tip. It's very rare. Yeah, they don't tip anywhere, but like here in North America, you know, in America, it's, yeah, it's true. They get paid a living wage, and then you don't have to tip yeah. anybody. Yeah, there's no tips in in like Europe. Yeah, um, that's why service sucks. No, it's not true. Jake, is it true? It depends on the country, but um, yeah, generally you don't tip anywhere else. Well, people tip here and the service sucks, so it's not working. Yeah. Well, like you could tip if if it's like exceptional service, but it's not like required. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's it's not a just not uh yeah. custom customary to tip like that, but they I know when uh when 
people from other countries see Americans coming in their restaurant, they get so stoked because they know. Yeah, they're oh, gonna, they're yeah, they, don't, anyway. they don't understand the culture and they're going to tip. Uh, Frank told me a story once, and I'm going to retell it here because he's not here. But right. that he was hanging out with uh, Soil Work after a show, and the guitarist was like, I don't understand America. You go to a restaurant, you look at menu, it's one price. You get the check, it's another price. And then you actually, that's not even, you still have to leave more. Yeah. <laughs> There's a third price that you leave. Why don't you just tell me how much I should pay? Yeah. Makes a lot point. of sense. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very true. Like, why, not, why is the tax not already added? To, well, it's marketing, I understand. Like, mm-hmm. they want you to make it, it seem like it's cheaper than it is because they're not profiting off the tax. Right. But it's, it's you lame. You answered your question. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> it's lame. Some of them put the te- the tip in the, in the the amount, though, on the check. Like, you don't have usually to Asian restaurants out. do that. I, but it's usually if you're in a, a large party, if you're like well, a party of six. It's places where you go that people don't tip well, usually. Mm. It's like they're forcing you to do it. That's true. <clears throat> oh, my pockets are hurting just all this tip talk oh, just you God. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. you know who doesn't get tipped well who? merch guys right Jake they make nothing yeah I mean it depends it really does uh, one time I saw uh, 250 something dollars in a tip jar once from uh, <laughs> a night and then most nights it's not a damn thing so yeah. people don't know maybe you're supposed yeah. to wow. emphasize that Depends on how funny the merch guy is, really. You know, like so if, he has to make an effort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole game behind it. It's it's cool to watch. How does someone get into merch guying or like tour tour like being a roadie? It's a really really good question, and it usually always begins with knowing somebody who's on tour and you just needing a gig or something to do. Um, and like you don't necessarily need any experience. It's just like you have to all. be available. Not at all. You have to be um, able to count. Well, yeah. Our, well, yeah. to be the tour manager, but that's that you got to you, work are you your way. Saying up like roadie, roadie. No, oh. just like to get on the road. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I was a roadie for many years, and I did not know a damn thing when I first started. So it was, uh, you know, you had to learn everything. Everything was a new like learning experience every day. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true of honestly, like the music industry in general, or specifically yeah. the metal industry. If you want to work in in metal, you just have to show up, and yeah. if like you're reliable. That's that's You'll that's, get work. The, that's probably the the most important aspect of this music scene or metal or whatever it is, just being there on time and just <laughs> yeah. accepting the opportunities by being in the place you're supposed to be in. So, yeah, and then like, you know, you you work and uh you go on the road with one band while they're touring with another band and then the the yeah. guy in the the roadie in the other band can't do the next tour, so they need a guy and they remember, "Oh, this guy was cool and reliable and exactly i'll call him well not i mean not with our crew like we have this one guy and he like i actually threaten the other band's crews mm-hmm. like <laughs> you steal my guy i'll come after you you know like I, we have to have this guy have you road. signed him to like an exclusive contract no but that's a really good idea i'm gonna make him do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh you get first dibs that's right yeah he has to ask me if he wants to go out on tour with anybody else. is it hard to, do you have do you have techs on the road with you or are you just, guys at that just level? one main guy but uh we haven't really brought we do we do everything ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. so you guys when when you guys tour with the deftones was there a crew that set up your equipment or was that you guys doing we, it? we did it we, we we don't you know we we like to save lots of money so we just do everything makes ourselves. sense yeah and I guess you were the opening band, so you could do all that before doors yeah, open. Yeah, there, so there was no. It, it was so chill that it was literally just pushing 
something into right. position. It wasn't there wasn't any carrying or anything. Was this an arena tour or was it like a like nah, some... it was a, it was a bigger club theater tour. A theater, okay. That's... Uh, I think they call it an undersell or something like that, where they like put like a a, a decent sized band in clubs and theaters because they'll just they'll sell out. Got it. As opposed to yeah, they'll be able to f- put people in arena, but it won't look as right. Awesome. It won't fill up, and then it'll yeah. look bad the next time they want to go. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So much, so much biz talk here. Oh, sorry about that. You want me yeah. to, want uh, to bring that back a little? I'm bit? sure. No, I'm sure. I'm sure people are. This is stuff that doesn't get talked about on the internet. Yeah, I guess you're right. You, I mean, you have to figure it out yourself. That's part of the uh, part of the game and the allure. <laughs> well, I feel like that's kind of how you get screwed over in the music business. Is like no one really tells you how it is. Yeah, yeah. So to you be. don't really know what, what it is. So like someone can lie to you, and you're like, "Oh wow, I'm actually, I'm getting uh, paid very well." And then you meet another band, and they're like, "Oh, we got paid like three times that." So it's yeah. a, it, it's a, an unspoken thing, but it's a there's a lot of uh, trying to be smarter than the other guy. Yeah, you know that's all. There's a lot of that in this in this business. I feel like coming up with a quote is always the hardest thing because you never know like. How much is too much to say before, like they like? <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think it's always better to go above. <laughs> oh yeah, you time. always, you always, uh, you always go as high. Like you go crazy high, and then never, well, it works down yeah, to the amount like, that everybody's actually cool with. My my philosophy on that is like come up with the number that you want, mm-hmm. and then add like fifteen percent to it, and then <laughs> tell them that so that you can work your way down to the to number that, that number, you have. Yeah. and. More often than not, you will get more than the number you settled on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And it's always amazing how much biz talk. Verbal poker. Verbal poker. It's it's a good terminology. All right, we have a phone number, 646-929-1357. Ask us business questions. (laughs) I don't know. Ask us to do your taxes. Yeah. We'll do them live. I thankfully got them done in February. So excited about that. I haven't done mine yet. I keep forgetting. Well, I mean, you know. What? I, like, mental injection is, you know, my business. So I had to do business taxes. So I feel like do I you just... you have to do them quarterly? Um, I, people keep telling me I'm supposed to. <laughs> yeah. But we just do it yearly and, like... Oh, my gosh. You're supposed to pay quarterly estimates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is also, for me, per, like for Frank, Frank is fucked. But <laughs> uh, Why is he fucked? Well, I work, I have the serious gig, so I feel like that covers my taxes for the quarter. Like, I still pay taxes. Yeah, but you pay taxes on just the serious income. Yeah, you still you know, pay taxes on yeah. the metal injection. Uh, or do you make Frank pay all of it? Well, the way, I don't know, I don't know. All I know is that I have a Orthodox Jew accountant, and we go to him, we give him our receipts, we give him our taxes, and he comes back and he's like, this is how much you pay, and we're like, that's it? And then he's like, yes. And then we <laughs> Meanwhile, go, the FBI you. has a warrant out for your arrest. Oh, wait, well, wait. <laughs> or the IRS, whatever. He hasn't called you with any crazy questions about your spending, right? No, he actually gives us like advice on like... There you go. Then, it, then you're, yeah, then so you're right. I feel like somehow yeah. he makes it work, and plus... Yeah. The IRS wouldn't arrest me or anything because on when I file my taxes, he's listed as the preparer. So like I could just be so like, they're just oh, gonna I'm, arrest him. Yeah, like, yeah. and he has been doing this <laughs> for forty years, and that makes sense. So he's and, done. He, he yeah. No, and also, but <laughs> he knows what he's doing, and like I feel like 
the shadiest people come to him to do their taxes because he's the Jewish. First of all, this is. I don't go to an office. I go to his house in Midwood to his basement, <laughs> which he converted into an office space. And all of his workers are his children. So well, like, how did you, like, did you find his number how, on the back of the village? How did list? I find him? I'll tell you how I find him. My uncle went to him to do his taxes and it was a family referral. And this guy is so busy with like basically all of South Brooklyn goes to this oh, guy to do his taxes. Rob, you're supposed to do quarterly. But don't worry about it. I take care of you. Yeah. He never even mentioned that to us. And I think I might have asked him about it. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Because he, tra- I don't know, he transfers it all somehow. Uh, but. Uh, is this display in the, in the waiting room? This is in the waiting room. No. This is kids. While oh, my God. It's so kitschy. His, like, his, uh, if I wanted it tomorrow, I'd ask for it tomorrow. He'd have, like, <laughs> like motivational posters like oh, that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like. He ke- I keep photos of my children in my wallet because that's where my money used to be. That's oh, all. my God. <laughs> do the kids dance around in traditional garb and uh, uh, while they do the taxes? Well, like, the kids are already, like, he's pushing 70 or something. So wow. the kids are, like, already adults. They're older than me. But they still have and to then, perform filler on the but roof. But then they <laughs> Does have... one of them ki- have to shine your shoes? No, their kids are there. The younger kids. The, 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 he's a the grandfather. Grandkids. The grandkids, the grandkids, yeah. The grandkids shine the shoes. Oh, and they're so annoying. And they have their titsas. <laughs> and kippies. And their kippies. And they're like, they're like, Papa, Papa, hi. Get out of here. <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> Uh, and uh, no, the funniest thing is just like like these shady Russian businessmen come to him and and they're like they're coming to pick up their taxes, and the guy's like, uh, okay, you have to pay like twelve thousand. No, no, take it, make it, make it go away. Take it. I don't want to pay nothing. I don't want to pay nothing. And and they're like, well, we could work the numbers so you don't pay anything, but it's gonna look. It's going to look a little weird. Like they might go, oh, it's okay. Have them call me. It's I don't care. I don't want to pay nothing. If they have a problem, they call me. We figure it out. <laughs> they're like, all right. So I feel like if, if they're dealing with people like that, and I, I, like we always have to pay something. Like obviously we don't pay taxes all year on our- You should try that. I don't want to pay nothing. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to pay nothing. <laughs> well, they always ask. Like <laughs> the funny thing is they always ask when we come in, like how far do you want me to go with this? Like, uh, like, like how many laws should like, we break? Like the tone gets really <laughs> like, like, like it's like, you know, we're joking around small talk and they're like, all right, well, how far do you want me to go with this? <laughs> I'm always like, um, as far as you can without alerting, <laughs> without the IRS having to call. How much jail time are you willing to do, and, Rob? And the, you know, they always find it so noble when I'm like, well, if that's what I got, like, they're like, okay, you have to pay this much. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. I guess that's what I have to pay. It's, you know. Really? Freedom <laughs> isn't free. They're like, wow, all right. Great. We're going to pay your taxes? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand. I mean, it sucks. Definitely. Like getting a, a giant chunk of your your check taken away like that, but that's the, that's this country. That's what yeah. you sign up for. Well, some of them don't. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, taxes. <laughs> that's what shit is. Taxes. Taxes. No, I don't want to pay any taxes. <laughs> Take it all off. Have them deal with me. They'll call me. It's no no problem. These were like Russians, like uh, yeah, Russians and Jew- oh my god. This I think I've said this story on the show before, but like two years ago. There was this, I don't know, he wasn't Russian. He was like like brown. He had to be either like a Sephardic Jew or like Egyptian or something. And he had this chalice with this 
green ooze, and the entire basement re. I can't. What was what? It was just like some soupy, like a soupy substance that he was eating in a. He had a chalice in the waiting room for your account. Yes, with like a spoon, like a fancy spoon, and he was eating. And first of all, isn't that rude to (laughs) do that? Yes, like. Well, when you're eating out of a chalice, I don't think I care about being yeah, rude. Yeah, that's really. true. And it's, it's like he didn't even look like dressed up like rich. Like he didn't have a gold suit on. He looked normal. He just had a, a soup Maybe chalice. He had a Fila jumpsuit on. Yeah. Uh, and it smelled so bad and he just wouldn't leave. I'm not bringing the dicks. Where's my chalice? I got to eat. I'm hungry. Take it off. Take it off. Take off all the dicks. I don't know how this works. Dicks is stupid. I don't care. <laughs> I'm keeping all my money. Do you pay taxes, Darren? On what? <laughs> Actually, now the new job, the umpiring job that I uh, have is going to be uh, taxable. Like they take, right. But I have, the they books. don't withhold anything, so I have to you know, do all that myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to file quarterly, or do you want me to give you my guy? I'll, I'll use your guy. <laughs> I want to take it all off. Take it off. <laughs> take it off. I do pay taxes on gambling winnings, too. Yeah, but uh, it's very nebulous. How do you, like it's very you know? I mean, I don't want to get too into. Do a they boring. send you a ten ninety nine, or like how uh, does that work? You, I print it out off uh, the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just you know, it's boring. Where know. do you guys file your taxes? Do you guys have accountants or? Oh yeah. Well, Jake, you have you have a business, so obviously you have to have an accountant. Oh right? yeah, yeah. It's necessary for sure. Does the band file together? Uh yeah, I mean we have to all file individual. Returns and then we have a business return. Mm. Yeah, and we have to pay uh, those quarterly estim- estimates and all that stuff. Yeah, people uh, pay. <laughs> the only one not paying quarterly estimates. I'm gonna get get burnt by the the IRS. But I, I definitely paid all in the end, though. Yeah, no. I got reamed. I bet you like that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, are we still talking about our taxes now? Or are we? Uh... Oh, we're still talking about taxes. Oh, okay. You're like the guy on the phone. Come on now, <laughs> calling him a faggot. That's not nice. She didn't call me a faggot. She said you like getting reamed. What do you think? Well, you don't have to be a faggot to like being reamed. Paper. Okay, fine. He likes to order reams. Isn't that getting paper. fucked in the ass? You I thought that's. Yeah, well, he doesn't have a vagina. How can he get reamed other than the ass? <laughs> Maybe he likes. Fair enough. To ream. <laughs> well, that's not what you said. You yeah. said he likes to be reamed. True. You're a homophobe. I'm sorry. For first... Yes, I'm a homophobe. <laughs> okay, Darren. You like that that's, guy that's on the phone? Tr- How dare you? That's a trap. Mario. Yes, I'm a homophobe. Guy <laughs> 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 said it too. Now, though. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, We're gonna sing together like tradition. <laughs> Iron Sheik says, tax talk, how exciting. <laughs> yeah, that was, we, I think we went too deep into the tax. Yeah. Tax. Well, I liked hearing about Rob's uh, yeah, his shady funny. accountant. Yeah, it's, it's always an adventure. <laughs> and the whole family are accountants, even his wife. It's, I mean, I Orthodox guess. Orthodox Jewish women aren't supposed to have jobs. Well, like she helps with the taxes. Yeah, they're allowed to have jobs, but not get paid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's where the line is drawn. No, she's definitely an accountant. She, she does like the heavy lifting on our, on our. Who is the one who helps with the tax? She does all of the accounting. Oh, the I, mama. Oh, I, there was a, there was a, a great, a great exchange. First of all, our accountant always, he always remembers the name of our company 
And he always says, oh, metal injection. I like remember. the molding. I remember. I remember you. And then uh, he, like, he was like, all right, so what did you spend money on? Oh, who are we lying to? You spent it all on drugs. He <laughs> 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 said, yep. I was like, and then my instinctual response was, well, not all of it on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> we had to buy some videotapes and, yeah. <laughs> and hard drives. They were made out of drugs, though. I think that's because one year I showed up with really dang weed in my pocket. Oh I my god. I didn't realize it until I was in there and I was like, okay. Where does he think all the ideas for the money come from? Yeah, creative yeah. Uh, creative supply. I was with yeah. Rob that day. We got arrested. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the guy smelled it across the street. It's true. <laughs> Jake, can you shit in my role is demanding that Periphery come to Ireland. That's uh, someone's name, by the way. Can you sh- He wasn't oh, asking you to do that. I thought that was part of the question. Oh, no, no, no. The can us- can user in my role. Oh, and there's a question. <laughs> username, can you shit in my role, asks. Well, he's not Ireland asking, he's telling. Oh, he yeah. want, he no. wants us to go to Ireland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we want to go to Ireland. Um, it's yeah. hard. Hard to get there. Usually the bands don't really have much to do with it. It's their booking agents. On the we right say yes or no, but like they pick where we go. Yeah. I was going to say you don't have to tip when you go there. That's, That's another, thing. yeah. It's <laughs> another reason to go over there. But um, yeah, Ireland, uh, not many bands go there. No. So Kansas and Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Ireland is the Kansas of Europe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Primordial goes there. So they're from there. Deep. <laughs> Deep, you guys. They have no choice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, show's winding down in WrestleMania is in a few minutes, so we're going to end it a Goodbye. few minutes early. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode, and Sid will be back, and maybe Jake will be here again. Possibly. And Darren will be here. I'll Noah be will here. be here. What I'll, if I'm I'll, not? What if I just decided? Why wouldn't something? you be here, Darren? We'll I'm be really upset. Theoretically. I'll stop. We're, you're like... Because you usually come in like with five minutes until the show starts, so we're always like at the edge of our seats. Oh, like, please! Is Darren gonna? Is Darren gonna get here? <laughs> and I always do. And you always do, and then it's like a release <gasps> of tension. I'll try to come right. Is that a hint? <laughs> no, no. I just want you to come next week. All right. For the show. We're about to release some tension by watching WrestleMania. Oh, oh. I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here. Thank you for listening. Bye.
abortion. All we are is dust in the wind. Fox. Bestiality. Breastfeeding and farts. Irishmen who drink. Premature ejaculation. stupid to live here! Go to hell! You are of no use to anybody! Internet.